Well, it's a Wednesday and it's 11 o'clock in the morning. So at least two people know where they are at that time every week. <laughs> I know where I am. Yep. We, we are here again. This is something to talk about with Stuart and Vaughn. And uh, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm just fine. I've already been out and, you know, hit the streets, did my run. Uh, did some laundry. I've been up since six. Emily gets out the door so dang early. I usually have half my day done by eight a.m. So, so in other words, it's almost it's lunchtime for you already, mm. or you're beyond lunchtime. Oh uh, well, yeah. <laughs> I'm usually lunch in the in around noonish. So yeah, it's almost lunchtime. So yeah, got a lot done. Got a lot ahead of me today. So yep, yeah, I'm all good. How about you? I'm 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 doing fine. Just, uh, in fact, this is going to be one of those days where I actually, I've got some free time after, after finishing the show, uh, don't have really much on our plate until this evening. Oh, that's nice. Well, what do you have this evening? Uh, we just had some landscaping work done in, in our, in our front and backyard and our landscaper, the designer is coming out to, to look over and make sure everything is going well. Oh, that's fun. I love, I love projects like that. Yeah. Yeah, and it's a very, very nice young lady to work with. Uh, uh, Lourdes Burson is her name, and uh, I'm, I may have her on on this show or or my other show sometime just to talk about. She's got a great career in any any everything unrelated to landscaping, but always wow. wanted to be a landscape artist and designer, and now she's doing it as a living, and she's a, a very sweet young lady. So, did you lose a lot in your storm in the in the freeze? Yeah, well, we we did. We lost. Uh, uh, all, I mean, as most people did that had hawthorns, uh, they lost the hawthorns. But what I did is I cut my hawthorns down to about three four inches from the ground, and lo and behold, every one of them is growing back right now. And a lot of a lot of people had to spend a lot of money to have them have them pulled out. Uh, we did have some trees in the backyard that did not make it, and a few plants that didn't make it. Those had to come out. And so it's been replaced. You know, you learn by experience. Uh, and and you realize that a lot of the a lot of the plants that the builders put in, they put in just because they were probably cheap and they could get their hands on them and they put them in and they weren't necessarily the right plants for our climate, or depending on what, you know, how much sun your front or backyard where your landscaping is, uh, it, it, it a lot depends on whether a plant is going to grow or, or, or not. And also, you know, the builders, when they go into these subdivisions and everything, they just want to make it look pretty. And so they go to the nursery, they grab anything. They can. Some of these don't survive real well. And the, the new plants and trees that we've had put in are absolutely beautiful and completely different from anything that we probably would have picked. That's so nice. That's good. And so when does it, when do they actually go in? It's all in. Oh, it's it all is in. all in. Yeah. Okay. Put it in in the last couple of weeks and everything. She's just coming out because part of her service is she comes out after two weeks just to make sure everything is okay. The watering schedule is good. And then she's also scheduled to come out in another couple of months for another revisit, which I think is a great service for absolutely a, a landscape designer to do. Absolutely. So, yeah, well, good. A lot of people are, are doing that. We've got neighbors all around us that are pulling out old plants. Some of them are putting in their plants by themselves. 
I mean, if I was younger, I, I might do it. But if I hadn't gotten the opinion of an arborist or somebody that is knowledgeable about what plants are going to survive under our intense heat and potential uh, intense cold, uh, I probably would have just gone out and bought whatever looked pretty at the nursery and, and dug up the ground and put it in. Yeah. Well, Phil, I, when we got back from Florida after that whole, what, what are they calling it? The freeze, Arbogeddon, what, whatever they called that bad freeze yeah. that we had here. Snow, you know, Snowmageddon. Snowmageddon, thank you. Um, you know, some people were saying, you know, we lost everything because everything was just brown. And so we did have, you know, some neighbors just pulling everything out almost immediately. And we went to a local nursery here in Frisco, as did a lot of other people. But we went to a local who we felt really kind of knew, you know, what they were talking about, had the, you know, and so they recommended, we took samples, like we trimmed and took samples of different shrubbery that we have around the house, backyard, front yard, whatnot. And they said, just sit on, just sit and wait, be patient and wait. And there were, there were times when we thought this is never going to come back. We did like you and Lauren, we cut things down, cut things back and everything came back um, except for uh, what we, some, uh, some bushes in the front yard that we wanted to replace anyway. We wanted to replace them with box hedges. Yeah. And we believed that they were kind of ill anyway, like they were sick. So we did lose those. We would have pulled them even if we didn't lose them. And we only had to replace six box hedges in the oh. front of the house. And everything else came back. We were really, really lucky um, because we've seen a lot of landscape work going on in our neighborhood right now um, from people, you know, who just tore everything out right away or people who just used it as a good time to make those changes, you know? Yeah. And, and part of the problem was a lot of, a, a lot of people spent a lot of money to have a uh, uh, company's services come out to dig up their old Hawthorns. Uh, and, and that was very, very costly. And then they wanted to replace them. Well, if they wanted to replace them with Hawthorns, those weren't very, very easy to find. And yeah. so people were out trying to find anything else to, to replace them with. Well, now you have the cost of getting new plants and bushes put in. Those of us in the neighborhood that took a chance and cut back on the Hawthorns, the roots were okay. They were just traumatized. Yeah. And when it when the weather got a little better and you started watering, all of a sudden you saw green coming up from from the bottom. And I would say probably within the next year or two, our hawthorns are going to start to get back to to you know a uh, uh, good looking size. Yeah. Did so, you get Did you get a lot of fast growing um, trees? Uh, actually, we got we got things that are completely different. For instance, we we I don't remember the name of the trees that we had that we used to to sculpt uh, and 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 prune uh, uh, every year, uh, but we replaced them with with what's called a pencil, like a pencil evergreen. Uh, they're they're tall, almost like a Leland cypress, but uh, but they're beautiful young plants, and they only grow to be about six to seven feet high. Uh, and nice, lush, thick greenery, uh, and all, and they don't shed, so we won't have to put up with that every year. All of the leaves falling off and and having to rake all of that up. 
Uh, and that was all be- at, at the uh, suggestion of the of the landscaper. You know, we we just said, you know, we just hate we've got a big we've got a big magnolia tree in the backyard too, and that thing, you know, you become a slave to uh, uh, every year because the leaves all fall off and you've got to rake all of those up. Yeah, but uh, I love magnolia trees though. Oh yeah, yeah, especially love- when, they, when they when they bloom. Yeah, so pretty. And that that provides a lot lot of a lot of good shade too. Absolutely. Um, but the the other well, thing that'll that be we, fun. We'll enjoy that. So you, yeah, so you've got that this evening. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So Lourdes is coming out to take a look and say, you know, uh that that one's looking good, that one's not looking too good, whatever, and, and just go over the work that they did. She had a great crew too. And this is also a young lady who who not only uh, does she make suggestions and she sent us all kinds of options. Like for instance, over here, you can put in this, this, or this. And so she gave us choices. It wasn't a matter of just that's, that's what I'm going to put in, but she came out with her little rubber boots on and her shovel. And she was digging up and getting right in there with the crew and doing, doing. Oh, really? Oh, good. Yeah. So, you know, when, when you got the owner of the company that's, that's willing to get their hands and, uh, hands dirty for, for the benefit that I, they got my, they get my vote. Uh, <laughs> that's so, awesome. Well, you'll yeah. have to send us pictures once it matures a little bit. <clears throat> yeah, we, yeah, we will do, we will do so the, uh, the before and afters. That's always, that's always fun to do. Do you do that? Do you keep records when you have, have things done of a before and after picture? Uh, yeah, I do. I do. We, we we just recently did the kitchen, you know, just painted. We had we had gutted the kitchen years ago, but we painted it just recently. And I always have before and after. I don't I don't like do kind of like, you know, all the way through. I just kind of do a before and after. But yeah, I'll do that if it's something significant enough that warrants. A yeah, I, I I think homeowners, it's a good idea to have that and to, to archive it too, because when when you go to sell your home or whatever and you want to justify the improvements that you have you can show somebody the picture of this is what the kitchen looked like before we remodeled it yeah exactly mm-hmm. you know and then you know i thought about that before when taking pictures of your house like when people are selling their house they have pictures yeah like i love how my house looks at christmas time with the christmas decorations i love how it looks in the fall i love how it looks around April, May, when my flower pots are just really blooming, May, June, July. You know, it'd be like you said, when you're selling your house, instead of just a picture of your house, the different times of year, you know, different seasons, how your house looks in different seasons. I've often thought that that would be a, a fun way to present your house when you're trying to sell it. Right, exactly. You know, that's why up up north, it was always very hard to sell a house in the winter. Because yeah. There were no leaves on the trees. The The bushes were usually half alive. There was snow all over everywhere. It looked like, looked terrible. And yeah. so it was really hard to, to, to put a photo out and say, here's this beautiful house for sale in January in Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. But hey, the other, the other thing that we have been doing, and this is what we kind of shared, was, was we, we started going to the movies again. This this past week, we actually took our grandson to to a movie to to see the new uh, Jungle Cruise movie with The Rock, and I'll highly recommend it for even for adults. It was a good a good movie, a Disney production, and you know you can really can never go wrong with Disney. Yeah, but uh, we took our grandson, and the fun part is 
I'm absolutely totally amazed at the transformation that a lot of movie theaters have, have gone through over the last so many years. And, you know, we just finished with a year and a half when all the theaters were closed. And if you wanted to watch a movie, you had to watch it at home on TV. Uh, you know, but it's great that the movie theaters are starting to open up again. And it ain't, as I put in our, our little promo, it ain't just popcorn and peanuts and uh, soft drinks anymore uh, and sitting on a on an, on an old velvet covered chair. Yeah. That, Did you have to wear a mask? Huh? Did you have to wear a mask? We wore the mask in. Uh, and, and, you know, of course these are the new theaters. Now they, they either, uh, you either buy your, 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 uh, candy and drinks and stuff and take it into the theater or they have at seat service. Uh, that the one that we went to is a, a Cinemark, uh, a theater and all and they they have young people that come to to your your seat and take your order and bring your food to you uh the the seats i mean you know I, we all remember going to the movie theater and, and usually the movie theater seats were were fairly comfortable cuz they were padded and all but they were just seats now they are luxury recliners to, to the point where not only do these seats go all the way back to, they almost form a bed that you could take a nap in, but the, the theater we went to, they are actually heated. So you, like, like in, in your car, if you've got heated seats in the car, you can, you can actually turn the, the heaters on, on, on the seats. Bizarre. So you know, wait, are you talking about going to one of those smaller, Theaters that seats. You're not talking about one of the bigger cinemas, the traditional. Right. Yeah, and okay. so, and some of the new some of the new theaters that have you know ten, twelve, twenty four uh, 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 screens. Some of those <coughs> theaters maybe have thirty or forty rows. Uh, others, like the one we were in, I think there were maybe twelve rows total. Uh, yeah. we, we sat about four or five rows back. It was it was great, nice, intimate. The sound is always incredible now. It's just that if they say, you know, trust me, a good tip that, that I'll share with our, our listeners and viewers is if it says the movie is scheduled for one o'clock, get your tickets in advance. And if you want, you can show up at 1.30 because at one o'clock they start with the previews. And the announcements about going out to the to the concession stands to get to get your popcorn and your soft drinks, and uh, and then you go through six or seven previews. And if you like that, fine. But if you're running late, don't worry about it because the movie always starts about a half hour after it's scheduled. Yeah, all the advertisements and everything. Yeah, to to go through all the previews and everything. Then the movie starts, and it's a two hour movie, so. The, from start to finish, it's a three, three hour, three and a half hour <laughs> excursion. Right. Well, you're so that I, I've definitely been to places like or movie theaters, that concept before where like they have wait staff even will come up and you push the button on your seat and you can get a drink or something to eat. You've got wait staff helping throughout the movie and, um, you know, your seats are bigger and so therefore you are just spaced a little bit further apart from each other. 
Um, it's, a, it's a, you know, there are, there's a smaller number of people in the actual venue than, than compared to the traditional cinema, which is, you know, close seating, smaller seats, um, you know, you're packed jammed in there, whatnot. So I, I would wonder if you were to ask the question, cause you and I were kind of say, saying, let's talk about going back to the movies. You know, I, I was driving just the other day along the tollway and glanced over here at, um, what is it, AMC? I don't even know what cinema it is right off the tollway there, park, park somewhere over there. Anyway, whatever, the parking lot was absolutely packed. And so obviously that was indication that, you know, people are definitely going back. But um, I wonder, how, like, while I, I know that theaters are open again and, and all of that, I wonder what the overall percentage is of people who are comfortable going back. I mean, certainly there is a percentage of people who are comfortable going back because the parking lot is, you know, full again. But if you were to like survey, I don't know, the country, <laughs> what percentage of the population is in fact comfortable going back to the theaters, especially with this whole Delta variance thing coming up and possibly mass again and whatnot. I'd be curious yeah. to know where we stand on that number. Well, you know, it, it, it is kind of evident uh, of of the number of people that are coming back because, especially at these, uh, uh, you know, we, as I say, we've got the Cinemark around us in in uh, in northern Texas, and they are anywhere from maybe twelve screens to to I think they're up to thirty six screens. But depending on how many people are coming in, they can adjust how many of the theaters are 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 open. Uh, for instance, uh, the one that I was talking about that has this luxury seating and the and the the seat service, as of this week, they are going from being open seven days to being open four. Uh, so obviously, now that the kids are going back to school, they don't need that Monday through Thursday, ten o'clock in the morning feature. Uh, and, and early afternoon, what they're doing is they're either going to be open just in the evening or in the case of this one right now, they're going to go to Thursday, Friday, Saturday and Sunday shows only. Okay. And most of those, you know, some of those have a, a, an early bird um, yeah. and most of them have the evening showings. The theaters can adjust. Also, what you're finding when you go to a lot of these theaters is because of COVID, when the theaters were shut down, their staff was gone. And a lot of them went out and got other jobs. And so a lot of the theaters, you when you open up the door, there's a now hiring sign that they're looking for people to work their concession stands and to, to work on staff. And even those that do have food service, they're looking for people to help with, with food service in the theaters. But for those of us that have been sitting and watching movies and series and all on TV during, during uh, the pandemic and everything, it's just kind of refreshing to go back out and and go into a theater and watch those first run movies. Uh, you know, when they they first hit the screen, we we just got tickets. Uh, uh, next week is the premiere of a uh, movie Respect, which is the the Aretha Franklin story with Jennifer Hudson uh, in the lead. That I think that's going to be a great movie, uh, and they're promoting it. How. However, I did notice that if you have uh, some of the uh, streaming services on TV, 
it premieres in the theaters and probably within two weeks or something, it's on, you know, Amazon prime TV or on, on Netflix or whatever. They're starting to get them on the streaming services too. Uh, but it's, it, it's nice. Um, by, by the way, just, just got a comment from our good friend, Ty Foley, who, when we were talking about, about a half hour worth of previews before the movie starts, he says he hates, he not only hates the previews, but they also show too much about the movie in the previews. Yeah. And, and we sit there and we watch the previews and we go, eh, we'll pass on that one. Or, oh, that one looks, doesn't look bad. Or you, you kind of yeah. get, get a feeling for it. Well, the previews too also are very, in my opinion, just mis kind of leading. They they show you almost like the best parts of the movie, the best lines, the most exciting moments. So it's yeah. like, and and you know, you watch a preview and you're thinking that looks like an amazing movie, and then you go and watch it, and you're thinking, okay, they clearly showed us the half a dozen highlights because the rest yeah. of the movie was you know so you walk out saying you know what the trailer for the movie was the best part of the movie yeah which is why they now have online streaming of just trailers online online streaming apps of just trailers because people love to watch just the trailers because that's usually just the best part of the movie yeah. whatever you know I, I I think again we're talking more the traditional kind of movie experience. I mean, your experience was, it's kind of more like those eat like the, uh, I don't know, what's the name of the one that I've been to. I haven't been to a movie in years really, but now, um, what was the name of the theater that you went to with your grandson? Well, the, the, it was called cut by, okay. uh, by uh, Cinemark. Uh -huh. um, even some of the other older theaters, yeah. uh, the AMC theaters, the, the, the Cinemark theaters and all, what they've done is during COVID, a lot of them replaced a lot of their seating with this new luxury seating uh, and, and the reclining seating and upgraded a lot of their concessions. And they took advantage of the time to do a little bit of that upgrading and all in order to appeal to the public to come back to the to the movie theaters. Yeah. Uh, you know, there was, there was obviously, you know, when the movie theaters closed down for all this time dur during all that, th during that time, there was a lot of speculation whether or not they would ever really be able to come back to life. Right. And I'm not a big movie goer, never really happened. I mean, I've gone to the movies only when I feel felt like it was, I mean, something that really needed to be seen on the big screen or if my girlfriends were going to the movie, I'd go with. But I mean, I just wasn't a big, you know, on a Friday night, go to the movie kind of person ever. But I, there's speculation that people wouldn't really be going back to the theaters, even though now they're open, they have reopened. I, I think there will be a percentage of people that have, that have gotten used to watching movies at home. They've got their, they've got, my gosh, they've got their choice of, any kind of movie you ever want to, any, any genre and any, you know, whatever, uh, uh, mystery or comedy or classics or whatever they could just, so I'm sure there will be those people who want to stay in the comfort of their own home, have a choice of whatever movie they so desire to watch, not spend the money. Cause let's face it, you know, going to the movies is not a cheap experience. I mean, to buy the Coke and the popcorn and your ticket, and your time and getting there and getting out and parking maybe and whatever 
Um, so there will be a small percentage of people who maybe have shifted gears and have gotten used to now. Be, but I think the way I am just guessing, if you were a moviegoer before and you really liked going to the movies before, you're going to be back at because you, because you like the, that experience that you just can't get at home. You know, right, I you know. I necessarily didn't necessarily love the experience. I didn't like being in a little chair. I didn't like the sticky floors. I didn't, you know, for me, you know, again, I, I, I but that's, I, but I liked going every now and then, but like my parents, they went, gosh, they used to go to the movies on, on the weekend all the time. Sometimes two in a weekend, they would just love to look in the newspaper, see what's playing and go. And they did that pretty much up until really, you know, the pandemic. Um, there were certainly years where there wasn't really good movies. You know, some years there's a lot of good movies out there. And then other years it's like, gosh, there's really not a lot of good stuff out there right now. So it depended on what was showing. But I, that's what I see going back to the theater. I see moviegoers. If you were a moviegoer before, you're going to go back now. If you were a moviegoer before, maybe you got used to being at home. You might not. But I think my guess is going to be, and just based on what I saw in the parking lot the other day, how packed that parking lot was, my guess is that a lot of people are heading back to the theater. Yeah, I, I think so. And, and uh, to your point earlier, I think going back a few years, it got to the point where, you know, it was like $10, $12 a ticket to go to a movie and all. And you'd say, well, you know, for, for, you know, one or two people to go, it was, that was okay. But if you had a family of four and you wanted to go see a, a, a nice PG rated movie with your family, it would cost a small fortune to go in between the cost of the tickets and all. You got to be careful because the movie that you want to see, it might be 10 or $12 on Thursday, but Tuesday is, is, uh, uh, you know, a uh, uh, special rate like early bird special or something. Sometimes if you go to the first movie showing of the day, it's, it's less Tuesdays, for instance, at Cinemark, it's, it's like five ninety five for all seats all day. So you, you kind of write that in your calendar. Say, if I'm going to go to the movie, I might as well go on Tuesday and, and put the extra money into concessions rather than going on Thursday and spending twice as much for the, for the ticket. So you got to be a coupon kind of shopper for the movies too. And we also have seen over the last decade or so, a lot of people that are moving into new homes, a lot of new homes are being built with a, a movie room, uh, which allows people to put in whatever kind of large screen that they want and the equipment that they want, uh, those fancy recliners with the cup holders. Uh, and also people are, are doing in-home movie studios uh, but it still doesn't it still kind of takes away from what that theater experience is uh compared to what it was now you know when you were growing up did you and a bunch of girlfriends sometimes on saturdays go go to the movies and hang out and that was mm -hmm. a, a way to hang out yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. I, I well, remember that's the thing. it's a it's a night out it's a, it's right. a night out I mean even though you might have accommodations at home now with your at-home movie theaters and whatnot some people might just want a night out so let's get out and go to the theater yeah. or the movies uh we have cousins that live out in Las Vegas they go to the to the movies religiously every week they go 
to one of two or three movie theaters that are in their neighborhood to see whatever the latest releases are. So, you know, whenever you ask about a movie, they have seen it probably the day that it came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they give you the one, two, three, three stars or whatever for, for the movie. I mean, what's what's changed uh, most drastically is you go to a movie now and you see all of the, you see all of the previews, but then you see one movie and you're out of there. When, growing up, you used to go all day and you would see cartoons and you would see news newsreels. You would see a, a movie, then you would see more cartoons, and then you would see a second feature. Uh, and and you know the choices of the concessions were a little bit less. But I remember my my sister and I used to on Saturdays our parents that both worked together in retail they would drop us off at the movie theater at you know on the way to work uh, and or we would walk down to the movie theater from the store and we'd pay our quarter or whatever it was to get in <laughs> and oh, wow. and we were there all day and the last movie let out like four thirty quarter to five. We would walk back down to the store and meet my parents and then go home from there. But it used to be, you know, for, for as we were growing up and teenagers, you would go to one movie theater and they offered one movie option. So if you didn't like the movie that was playing, you had to go to a different theater to see a different movie. Today, you walk into a movie theater and you can stand in the lobby for 20 minutes trying to decide what to see because there's so many options. Yeah. Are there are there a lot of good movies out right now? Because I don't really... I mean, I've seen Cruella advertise and I've seen Godzilla advertise, but I haven't seen... or And of course, if I don't have little ones right now, I mean, you've got your grandson and yeah. it's different. Like, And that's another thing. I would I would go to the movies a lot more when I when my children were younger, because I would take my kids to the theater or the movies. I keep saying theater, you know, because you Disney and whatnot, and that's something that's really fun for the kids. Get your popcorn, get your coke. So I found myself during those years going to the movies a lot, a lot more. But you know, it it just seems like because I'm sitting here kind of going back in time with my little ones when my guys were little. You know, we had like The Lion King and Beauty and the Beast, and um, gosh, I mean. Um, Tarzan and I don't know I'm trying to think off the top of my head but I mean, we had some really wow you know and not only just kid movies but like even like for me Dances with Wolves and you know I mean back when gosh when Harry met all these you know were on were uh, you know what's um help me gosh with um Jim Belushi, Belushi uh help me that movie Oh, I mean, I, I go back to a lot of the old kind I mean, of... Anyway, but, I, I, I but my point is, it just doesn't seem like in many years that we've had a real wow hit in the movies. Correct me if I'm wrong. I mean... Well, it, it, it seems to run in, in seasons. For instance, in the summertime, it, I don't know if there's that many movies that appeal to adults because they know that the kids are out of school, so you've got lots of animated movies. Uh, and you've got lots of of sci-fi movies uh, and stuff that would appeal to the kids. Uh, you know, when when our kids were growing up, I think the movie theaters moved from just movies to now they had party rooms where you could you could rent out a room and have a birthday party 
at the theater with the kids and they would uh, all get together and they would have pizza and they would have, uh, uh, you know, birthday cake and everything. Then they would all go into a theater and see a movie. Mm-hmm. And so it was, it was just like sending the kids off to the bowling alley or, 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 you know, whatever for, for their birthday parties and all they've kind of still do some of that, but today you can go to the movie theaters and this is probably more so for the adults, but you can get craft beers uh, and, 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 and hard drinks served with your meal. You know what, as I say, what used to be a hot dog and popcorn and, and a soft drink, and all you get, you got you go in and you get a menu and you got your choice of sushi or you can get handcrafted pizzas. You can get all kinds of different burgers. Uh, you've got salads. Uh, it's like being in a restaurant, and then you 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 either eat before the movie or during the movie or both. Uh, I remember living in Florida, going back uh, many years. They used to open what was called theater in the lounge. And instead of having the traditional either luxury recliner seats or so, they were like couches uh, to accommodate three people or love seats. Uh, uh, and and it was like being in a li- your living room, sitting in your soft furniture and everything, watching the movie on the big big screen. And again, you know what? What were, they, were there? There's there's other uh, theaters. I can't remember the name of it right now. That we have a, around the area that that also are kind of that that restaurant uh, and and uh, uh, you know den or family room kind of uh, of, of uh, situation. But they're doing that to encourage people to come back and see movies on the big screen and no matter what kind of flat screen TV you've got in your family room or even in your own theater room, it's the, it's the sound experience, this surround sound. And especially if it is an action movie uh, like this jungle cruise that we just saw with our grandson, the, the sound was around you. And when they were going down the rapids, you, you heard the, the water all around you. So that kind of adds to the to the experience, and that's something you can't really create on a flat screen, no matter how enhanced your your sound system is. Well, I mean that you know, and I, and you just made me think of, you know, like why you would, what do you look for in a movie theater? Because you're you're talking about you know the sound. Uh, some sometimes. For me, that if I'm in a movie theater and it's like that surround, that vibrating kind of, <laughs> almost your chest is kind of rattling, kind of, it's a little too much for me. Sometimes it's a little, you know. And if it, and if, and if, and if, if the theater or if the theater was so crowded that I was sitting too close, I had to sit too close up. Then I'm a little bit too close, and I'm having <laughs> to kind of, you know. So or if I've got a big head in front of me or whatever, like for me, so for me, I'll answer my question first. And then I'd like to hear for me, what's important is, I don't know. And this won't surprise you, but cleanliness. What, I mean, one of the reasons I don't, I don't like walking into a space and I, and I say this again, because it happens all the time. You know, you are just stick, 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 stick your shoes on the floor, sticky, 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 stick, Sit down. There's trash. Maybe I don't. 
I just, I don't want to go watch a movie. You know me well enough to, I don't want to go pay all that money. And it might be an incredible movie on the big screen, but unless I am sitting exactly where I want to sit in that movie theater and the sound is set just right and it's been cleaned the night before or whatever, the morning of, whatever, like if my surroundings are comfortable, then I will go to the theater, pay that kind of money and enjoy the movie. But so that's important to me. What's important to you to get up out of your house, get dressed out of your house, drive your car, fight parking, get in, pay all that money. What is it besides just enjoying a good movie that's important to you? What is it that you want the theaters to give to you to get you to want to come to, you know, to and, and be in that experience, be in that? Well, no, number one, to address your sticky, sticky, sticky part is... <laughs> Most of these new theaters are now carpeted, so you, you don't necessarily get the. But the, you're but you're talking about those smaller, <laughs> more luxury venues. I'm talking about the mass cinemarks of the world. Like that's kind of. Yeah, but you know what? I don't. I'm not sure are, how many of those are. Uh, well, I mean, some of them obviously there are movie theaters that have been around for decades, yeah. and they they still draw people in, so they still do it the, the old fashioned way. But the newer theaters now, the seats are actually a little further apart because they are wider too. Yeah. They are not like, uh, uh, you know, like you know, the old the old theater seats that just, you know, flop right, down. Right, right, yeah. You sat in the seat or, or stadium type seating. Uh, the the rows are further uh, apart from from each other. But what I find, and 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 I've been going to movies since I was a kid. Is the the it's just the comfort experience of going to see that movie now, being able to order a sandwich other than just a hot dog, or not having to stand in line to get something to eat. You know, where you sit down and you, you give them your credit card and whatever you order, it just goes on the credit card. They bring you a your, your bill at the end of the movie theater. So it's like taking a restaurant and a movie theater and putting them together. So that's that's the experience now. Again, as I said earlier, now the kids are going back to school. I think you're going to start to see that a lot of movies that are coming out are going to be a little bit more adult-oriented. You're going to start to see romance movies and adventure movies and action movies. Uh, and, and on the weekends, because they have 10 or 12 screens, they're always going to have their Disney features and their animated movies and those uh, PG-rated uh, movies and G-rated movies. That gives that theater the option of having a broad spectrum of movies to offer to, to people. So if you, you and Phil want to go in and see some kind of a steamy movie that's for adults and everything, you've got that choice. If you want to see an Indiana Jones-type action movie, uh, you've got that choice too. But you can do it in a nice, broad, broad comfortable way. Yeah. Now, yeah. Having, having said that, we don't know what's going to happen now with with you know this this delta variant coming out that all these theaters have now reopened and they're offering all this this to their to the public and if the variant continues to grow it may be the theaters are going to have to start seating you know 
only parties of two or whatever together and then two vacant seats and, and skip every other row, not have as many theaters open. It, it, we're going to all have to roll with the flow, but I think it's safe to say that people have been bottled up in their homes for so long that going out to a movie theater to watch a movie is is almost like getting out of the dining room and going to a restaurant for a meal. It's 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 an escape. Yeah, and I agree with that and that would be another reason for me to want to go again there are two different concepts that we're talking about. We're talking about eat-in movie theaters, the more luxury, like the cut that you went to, yeah. studio movie, grill. Um, there, are so, there are so many newer movie theaters that have opened th that concept. The traditional movie theaters, the Cinemarks, the AMCs, those are, the, those are still going to be the same kind of experience which people like. What I do like about either one of those concepts is that it gets you to your point, gets you out of the house, gets you around other people, gets you out of your dining room, your living room, whatever, you know? And so that is a good thing about it. Um, you know, and people are just going to, but, it, but to, you're making a good point in bringing to bring the, addressing the awareness really of these other concepts where if you are not quite ready to go into the bigger movie theaters with the hundred seating, whatever, you can go to this smaller place, the seats are further apart because they're just bigger. It is a, it's a completely different experience because you've got service coming to your seat and whatnot. And, but yeah. that might be a way for people who might be uncomfortable to ease back into the movie going experience. And also a lot of, a lot of it is if you decide that like for today, you want to go to a movie later today or, or this evening, most of these theaters, you can go online and you can purchase your tickets online and you can actually even pick out your seats online. So if you want to go to this movie and it's showing in, in this theater and you open it up and it says, well, let's see, this theater holds 200 people and they've only sold 40 seats. Yeah, You can pick a couple of seats that are you know, separated from anybody else that's, that's purchased, purchased seats and you can almost create your own your, you know, your own separation that's that way. Good, too. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, for sure. So, well, are you guys going to the movies this weekend? <laughs> uh, uh, actually th th we may, because there's a, there's a new movie out called Stillwater with Matt Damon and I like Matt Damon. Yeah. And, I do uh, uh, so we may, we may get tickets for that. And then we're, as I say, we already bought our tickets for the following week uh, to go see the, see the, uh, the Aretha Franklin story. Because I'm, I'm, I'm anxious to see that, um, and you know, on t even on regular TV, you start to see promos for some of the movies that are coming to the theaters. Uh, and if you like going to the movie theaters, go out and go out and do it. Absolutely, get out and, there, have some fun. Yep, and then and then come back again next week and and join us, and we'll talk about something something else in fact i think we already started talking about what we may talk about next week yes we have an but idea. i don't think we're going to we tell anybody idea. yet because we want it to be a surprise that's right okay Shh, don't don't say anything <laughs> mom, that's right mom, mom is the word so, so that'll do it for another edition of something to talk about and go out and make it a great day maybe go out Bye. and take take your significant other to the movie tonight you know that's a good <laughs> idea and then come back here again next week same time same station, and go out and make it a good one. Have a good day. Bye. Bye.